Welcome to a bigger, bolder, brighter podcast with Suncoast Blinds. Well, welcome back, listeners and viewers. Charlie McDermott, producer, co-host of the show, back in the bigger, bolder, brighter Suncoast Blinds studio with Ben. Ben, how you doing? Good. Thank you, Charlie. How about yourself? Doing terrific. And I uh, know you are staying busy as always my lord you made me wait for this podcast today because you had so many customers in line what are you doing you got to set your priorities straight ben unfortunately charlie i hate to tell you that's kind of the you, you got to get in line there's only one there's only one ben there's only one sun coast so if you want to you want to get you want to get part of that program um we just can't be more all the time so sorry about that but i hope to make it work both our times and our listeners times as well. yeah i hey i hope next time you keep me waiting for hours that's what it's all about and, that, and that's why we're doing the podcast we are actually cloning ben you are now appearing all over southwest florida but you're doing it the smart way via the podcast and educating here which brings us to today's topic new construction home you know that could be either like a wonderful thing or a curse for me personally it would be a curse if i didn't know you because i'd be like what the heck do i do with all these windows so what are the best window treatments for a new construction home well it really depends on uh, what your needs are so there's no one size fits all sort of uh template that you can put on a new construction home and unfortunately most people, when they're designing the new construction home or, or their project from the ground up, tend to put my industry last in line. Yeah. You know, you're talking about floor and you're talking about kitchen cabinets. You're talking about fit and finishes of your house. You're talking about your architectural elevation from the exterior, what your view is going to be exposed to. Do you want a north, south, east, west exposure? All these things come into play. Then you get in your house your walls are up, your roof is on, you're standing there in the middle of the day and you're trying to figure out where you're going to put, you know, the, the stainless steel knob on your kitchen sink and you look at it and go, son of a gun, the sun's in my eyes. What am I going to do? And now we need window treatment. So now I become that after effect cause of what are we going to do to fix these problems that we have? So to answer a simple question of what do we need as far as window treatments go for a house? Uh, it really depends on problem solving. Um, unless you are the ultimate type a personality and figured out that that was going to be something going into your project. We're generally a problem solving industry. Yeah. 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 I would imagine uh, it, it or, or you've done it before and you realize, geez, uh, not going to make that mistake again. Uh, so. Whoa, Charlie. Now, if you dealt with Suncoast wines over here, you didn't make a mistake last time. You rinse and repeat. If you dealt with the competitors, now we got to re-edit that conversation. So really depends on what you did last time. Well, you know, I was thinking about our home we built in Westchester, Pennsylvania, which we ran into that. And you're right. You know, you, yeah, the things you learn as, as you grow in life and direction of the home and, you know, when the sun comes blazing in and bleaches your furniture or your photos and things like that. Uh, uh, yeah. Better to do that ahead of time and have someone who's who's got an eye for that. Uh, so what point then should you bring a window covering specialist into the process? Well, there's really two inflection points that create a change event that are going to determine how we're going to do it. And I, I inarticulately described the spot where the homeowner is building their house and they're looking at things and they realize they have a problem. They've got to solve it. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be your point one. Right. So you, you're in the you're in the space. You realize what you're trying to solve. Um, you may be closer to your neighbors than you intended to be or the sun's coming in your windows. The point of the, that I'm trying to make is that 
your windows are in place. You can see what you're looking at. You can see the distance from your neighbors and you can start to get an idea of those challenges that those windows are going to prevent to your house. That's a good time to get somebody like myself in your home. Take a look at it. Give us me the problems that you're encountering and then we'll start spitballing the ideas for the solution. Mm. You can get a good solid budget number. You kind of know where your project's coming along as far as a timeline to completion, but that's still going to be the rough idea. The second inflection point is going to be when the windows are framed in, when the drywall is complete, the window sills are in place. Then we've got the final fit and finish open that we can physically design the window treatment for. So once that's done, then we can measure. And as long as you're dealing with a quality company like Suncoast Blinds, um, we're going to be about 30 days out to get those installed. Nice. So if you're if you're planning things correctly, um, either before or after your closing, depending on our or your relationship with the builder, we can get those installed. So night one, you've got one of treatments in place. So you don't have those problems while you're living in your new home. You just had them during construction. So then do you find yourself then sometimes actually walking through the home and, and helping homeowners to understand where they need window treatments? And pro- probably, again, you see things that they won't see until they're actually living in the home. Well, yeah, I mean, I've, I've done this a couple decades now, so you can see the problems before maybe a client has and, and understand the, the challenges that are going to be faced. And a lot of times you don't want to come across from a sales point of view. It's more of a problem point out point of view. And, uh, you know, you can say, hey, this window is going to prevent to you these challenges. Um, keep your eye on that. And if the homeowner says, I don't believe you or, or that doesn't seem like it applies to me, you just put the information out there. Let them understand what to look for, because. I can go back to a story some years ago where we had a, uh, a client who was buxom, I guess maybe is a politically correct term to use these days. And uh, she had um, uh, a window that was frosted in, in her bathroom mm-hmm. that lends a certain amount of visibility that you probably wouldn't be comfortable with if you knew that was the case. Uh, none of her neighbors were going to let her know that was what was going on. Um, mm-hmm. But she called us up for some other stuff. We let her know that was the case. Did a little testing and, and it didn't take her long to buy a window treatment on that window. I'm sure her neighbors weren't very happy with us, but she lived in her house much more comfortably after that fact. So, you know, it's little things like that you add up over a period of time where if somebody may not know their exposure, that's where your line of professionals to tailor in that product for the solution that they made that they didn't know that they had. May not know their exposed exposure or that they're being exposed, huh? It's uh... all those things, Charlie. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to measuring for price estimate versus you know, when the final uh, measurement and estimate can be done, how does that work? Well, that kind of dovetails into what I was saying before. Like we can come into, um, we don't like making multiple stops. Uh, it's a bit of a waste of our, all of our time. But if you're in that new construction aspect and you want to just kind of get the feel for what the project's going to be like, you know, we get in pre-windows, pre-windows, still pre-finish and kind of go through that idea. The final measure will happen when the drywall's in, when your trim is on, your window sills in. That's really going to be our start date. So okay. when those window sills are in place, your drywall, your trim's on, then we can final measure, finalize anything that may or may not have changed, and then we're off to the races. You know, then there's no turning back at that point. Yeah. And, you, go ahead. I, I was going to ask, do you find yourself working with a lot of builders then in this process? We have a fair amount of builders that we work with on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, we have a fair amount of builders that we work with on a cursory basis, you know, um, that we have decent relations with, but we maybe um, um, don't work directly with them. 
And that's really going to be the determining factor on when we can put in our window fashions. If they're one of our preferred builders, uh, then we can get in before closing. So there's no question you're going to have your first night with window fashions. If they're a builder that likes to be a little bit more um, not inclusive to outside trades, then we'll be the day after your closing. Or a lot of times it'll happen that you close in the morning, we put them in, in the afternoon. So, you know, where they're competing with movers and, you know, any other trades that may be in there doing some punch out work, which is fine for us. We're flexible to do it either way. Um, but uh, builders, builders are great partners of ours. And when it all works together really well, it's, it, it's a, it makes it very easy for the end homeowner because there's a lot of trust that's built throughout that whole process. Yeah. Yeah. So then, you know, I, and we've covered this in previous episodes, you know, you have the automated blinds and things of that nature is that something that do you i guess do you get in the situations where you look at geez if 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 we got in ahead of time we could have done something different versus working with what you have you know an obvious being the outlet is further away maybe than optimum what happens there so it's a good point like we'll talk uh just shortly about automated shades which are a really hot topic right now among people mm-hmm. that are in the window fashion uh world is how do you power your shades? Um, there's really three short ways to say how we're going to power our shades. The most convenient and easy is lithium-ion rechargeable motorization. That doesn't require a power source. Um, that's going to be for the homeowner that didn't pre-power their windows. If you're going to pre-power your windows via an outlet or a wire, you've got your normal 110 plug-in shades, which is like plug, it in and plug them in like you would a lamp. Or you can low voltage power your shades, which is a little bit more technical and simple at the same time. So there's benefits and drawbacks to all three of those options. And it really depends on what's going to work best for the homeowner. Um, And really not a huge price difference between the three. So those conversations are going to happen at that initial uh, visit at the build site. So we can say, hey. Can we get power to these windows? How much do we want to get involved in the power to these windows? Are you able to recharge your shades? Those are all going to make a big difference. And if we don't have those conversations and you just assume that you're going to get automated shades and you want to plug them in, nine chances out of 10, the builder is not going to put our power source in the correct spot. (laughs) It won't be caught till after the fact. So then we're either repairing drywall and calling electricians back or you're dealing with some very inelegant wiring, hanging, plugs being exposed, these sort of things that didn't really fit to the Suncoast Blinds recipe. So that's a big thing that we can talk about pre-drywall at, a, at the electrical time with the homeowner. Uh, the second thing that's kind of a major thing and also isn't a big price difference on our end, but makes a big visual difference on a plantation shutter side is most window sills in Southwest Florida or America for that matter, stick out away from the drywall ever so much. Just mm-hmm. to it's just the way they do it. If you make that windowsill flush or even with the drywall edge, you can then frame around four sides of the window, giving your shutter a pure, true picture frame look, which is much, much better from our side. Right. Small detail on the builder side, they don't care. But if you direct them, they can make your end result look a whole lot better. So there are some of those decisions that can be made that aren't huge impact decisions. Mm-hmm. make a big impact on the other end when we're executing our window treatments. Boy, oh boy, that's a great tip. Love it. Love it. So when it comes to window treatments for new construction, anything else, anything that uh, we didn't touch on that we should know? Well, it's really, 
something that I would like to have homeowners think about a little bit earlier in their process. So, you know, if they happen to be listening to this podcast or reading one of the blogs that we have out there is don't wait till the last minute. Don't wait till 30 days before you're about ready to close. All those problems that you had when you're, when you're visiting your build site, the sun's in your eyeballs, the construction guys are working on the neighbor's house, that sun doesn't go away. And those construction people then become your neighbors. So, you know, those issues that you're dealing with, whether imaginatory or real, never go away. So plan that with your window treatments. Figure us out with the electrical um, as that build process goes along. Talk about your window sills. Just know that this is an issue that you're going to have. We all probably like you and I, Charlie, come from somewhere up north where, you know, our our, our uh, memory fantasy puts us living on 15 acres where we never needed a window treatment. We had forests <laughs> all around us and the sun never hit us. But yeah. In Southwest Florida, if you're in Port Royal or, or if you're uh, or whatever neighborhood you're in, we're pretty close to our neighbors and the sun's mm -hmm. all around us. So those problems will exist. We don't build our homes with the idea of having to do window fashions. Mm -hmm. We live in them realizing they are part of our reality. Yeah. So yeah. don't kick that can down the road. It's just deal with it ahead of time. Great, great advice, Ben. Thank you. And uh, my Lord, I feel bad now. There's probably like 14 people waiting for you. So I will let you get back to <laughs> your clients before we go. Our listeners uh, who want to get in touch, want to learn more, can't see your phone number and whatnot on the screen here. Go ahead and fill them in on how they can uh, get a hold of you guys. Uh, the best way to get a hold of us is you can call me direct. Uh, the phone number locally is 239 495 if that's not the most convenient for you, you can always hit up our website at suncoastblinds.com. Uh, we got a form fill situation there, and we have our studio that's open five days a week at 3634 Bonita Beach Road in Bonita Springs, Florida. Terrific. Ben, until the next episode, you have an awesome, awesome week there, and we'll talk soon. Same to you, Charlie. Thank you. Thanks for listening to a bigger, bolder, and brighter podcast with Suncoast Blinds. To learn more about our company or our products, go to suncoastblinds.com. Call 239-495-6558 or stop by our studio at 3634 Unit A, Bonita Beach Road, Bonita Springs, Florida. 